going on, Ballpark B fans? We're back at it again with another episode. The motto of the day is you never know when you're going to strike gold. This podcast is gold, so we're going to run that music, talk to you a little bit about um, baseball, football. Run that shit. Yeah, Jimmy Wild on the intro. <laughs> My boy didn't even know what to say. Uh, God damn. Welcome that had, that had back. Problem. I promise. Uh, welcome back to another episode of Ballpark Beef, a.k.a. the best baseball slash now football podcast out on every single platform. If it's not on a certain platform, I'm positive it's on another one. So make sure to listen. Um, I'm back here as always with my amazing co-hosts, um, Nicholas and Jimmy. Uh, fellas, how was your week? How are you doing? Um, Jimmy is saying we had a terrible start, and indeed we did. Um, but we're gonna close this out and make it a great episode. Not so, how you uh, start; it's how you finish. It's not how you start; it's how you finish. You could say it in the. You don't have to say it in our little chat. Just speak how you feel. Speak you know? up. Speak up. You're washed. You are. You're washed. Ballpark B fans, I'm washed. Dude's I think been I washed need to transfer. I think I need to transfer the uh, the reins to the intro to Nick. Maybe he'll bring some better energy. All right, listen. I know you cap, but that's just the OD cap. That's all yeah. you, brother. <laughs> we can't. No, you know what we got to tell the fans though. Your boy shot 300. I don't think we told them yet. Uh, oh yeah, so Jimmy finally in his 26 years of life. Has finally shot 300, ladies and gentlemen. He is only bold since he just came out the womb. And at 26 years old, was it before 26 or after? It was before. Before was 26. Right before. So 25 at years young. Ripe age of 25, Mr. Jimmy shot 300. Everyone, quick round of applause. Thank uh, you. Thank you. Jimmy he had ha- his him moment. How, how does that moment feel, man? Like uh, your first time. Give us all the emotions, man. Dude, you know like uh, how it feels when you ride a roller coaster? Uh, Just the adrenaline? I don't don't ride roller coasters, but sure. Alright, well, thrill junkies know that that adrenaline just kind of courses through your veins. Just kind of scream because you want to scream. And uh, yeah, it was a really good time. So just did my thing through my 12 strikes, went about my business, had my hymn moment, and I'm going to do it again. Now, real question is, were you nervous in that, that 12 frame? I was shitting my pants. <laughs> See, the thing uh, is, though, in the video that Jimmy showed us, he showed no nervousness. Dude looked no, as calm as ever. He looked zoned in, and he had his him moment. Now, when, when did you start realizing, like, all right, I actually might get it this time after all the tries? No, no, no. I knew I was going to get it. At the very first shot in the 10th frame, because I handed my phone to my teammate and I was like, can you re- record my first tray bomb for me? And Damn. I went out there and I took my guillons by the hands and I just freaking went for it. And I had Damn. my moment. Love to hear it. Congrats, Jimmy. Uh, hopefully that. many Ball more stop. now, man. Many Ooh. more now. How do I do as an interview? That was pretty good, right? Pretty good. Yeah. You walked me through the, the moment of it. You asked me how I felt. Yeah, it's pretty solid. We should. Uh, that was we should good, right? Some, some guests, right? I, oh my god, I've been waiting for this. I need guests, guys. If you want to be a guest, you want to have your 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 claim to fame. Ten five to ten minutes on ballpark beef, talk baseball, football. Let us know. I'm actually gonna hit up some people. I'm gonna get us a guest for next week. Cause at this point, fuck it, we're getting a guest for next week. All right, that would be cool. You know, it'd be cool. I bet you you got five children who are chomping at the bit to talk about football with us on the podcast from our Dynasty Football League. Oh, absolutely! I they they if I text them now, they'd be like, "Oh, can I join right now?" <laughs> like these these guys are crazy. But next week, listen to this, guys. We are going to have a special guest. Special guest. They're gonna get five to ten minutes. We're gonna interview them, kind of how I just walked Jimmy through his world famous three hundred. Uh, but yeah, next week. Make sure to tune in. Um, all right, let's get into football uh, before we uh, use up a whole I three we were hours. Doing baseball. Oh, we're doing baseball first. Baseball. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, 
Ballpark <laughs> beef, baby. Don't yeah, forget where we came from. You don't like talk, talking, huh? You got to type in the chat. <laughs> new, new formatting. Um, I've, I forgot. Usually we will do football first, then baseball. But um, let's rock with the baseball. So uh, the division series concluded. Right, guys? Um, sure did. We are now in the CS. Phillies Diamondbacks on the NL side. Rangers Astros on the AL side. Um, currently, the Rangers are up 2-0. And the Phillies are leading 1-0. Uh, guys, right now, in my opinion, the hottest team in this this whole thing is the Phillies. They're tough, man. They are tough. Bryce Harper's him. Kyle Schwarber hits tanks. Nick Castellanos is him, Jr. What are you rolling your eyes at for? Kyle Schwarber the way. is dog shit. Kyle Schwarber is hit, dog shit. I said he hits tanks. I didn't call him him. Relax. He's like, dog shit, though. How is he dog shit? Before the a- NLCS started, he was hitting four for 25. Okay. What kind he of. Does two that's things. A terrible, he does two that's things. That's a terrible leadoff hitter, in my opinion. He does two things. Yeah, he it's strikes tanks. out or he hits a home run. He hits tanks and he puts asses in seats. No. But he does. I am not a fan of Kyle Schwarber. Kyle Schwarber's not a fan well, of him. Anyway. You. You don't give a shit. I what mean, you, you think. That, that's the type of leadoff hitter you guys would want on your team. He hits nukes. Like, no, yeah, but, he but yeah. He makes contract with the ball. I mean, contact I, with the ball. I mean, of course not. If I'm like, all right, Kyle Schroeder's going to be my leadoff hitter, I'm nervous. Like, no, I don't want him as a leadoff hitter, but he hits nukes. It's the only time he hits the ball is when it goes over the wall. Listen, if, if we're talking about a 162 game season, sure. This yeah. is the playoffs where timely hitting is all that matters. One, two home runs in a game is usually the winner, right? I wouldn't want him you at bat want... in, a, in a game-ending situation. You don't what? want forty-eight. You don't want forty-eight home runs on your team. And this is the like hottest. Jonathan cake. said, "In a hundred, in hundred and sixty-two games, I will take him. But in a playoff, especially in the leadoff position, he's probably the last person I take." Uh, this is literally the opposite of what every MLB team thinks because all that matters in the playoffs are home runs and sprints to five or seven game series. That's all that matters. Yeah. It's not, not your not it's not Nick. Like I, I know how you're thinking of a leadoff hitter. You think probably Trey Turner should be the leadoff hitter, right? Anyone. Got someone who gets on base, someone who's not just well, I'm gonna the get MLB is not like that anymore. It's just I, not. Well, I mean, that's listen. That's how I grew up watching baseball. So and here's the thing. You know, I'm sticking to it. Here's the thing. I bet there's a stat like runs per AB where it's like you give your leadoff hitter the most ABs. And because Schwarber's runs per AB is probably one of the highest on the teams or on the team, he's going to get up that many times and get the, you know, he's going to have more chances to hit tanks and put runs on the board. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess, but that's uh, just the way that I was going watching baseball. I'm, that's not the p- kind of player I want leading off. Yeah, you, you got table setters one and two, but now Aaron Judge hits second. Now Juan Soto hits second. You know what I mean? Like people who hit nukes, but also get on base. And I think Kyle Schwarber's on base percentage is pretty decent because he's a three true outcome guy. I mean, Somebody check I don't me think on, his on base percentage could be good if he batted four for twenty five. I mean, his OBP in the playoffs is pretty dick, but really, yeah, it's two twenty. Four for, for twenty five. What about for the season? Um, let's see. But the one thing I will agree with you on though is Bryce Harper is probably the top five best playoff baseball player ever. Do you realize that the Yankees passed on him? That that is going to haunt me forever. <laughs> they didn't even give him a call. Sorry, I had it's worth to, every penny. I'm sorry, I had to throw that in there. I know you guys are tired of hearing about the Yankees, but they did not. He was a long time Yankee fan, and they didn't even give him a fucking call. How He's many him. um? How many years does he have left on his contract? Like seven or eight, right? Slopper. Yep. So he has that many years left, and he just passed Chipper Jones for the most home runs in an NLDS. Dude is in a single the, series. No, like, like in your, I guess your your career of playing in the NLDS. The oh, wow. most home runs was nine by Chipper and one other person. 
and Bryce Harper has 10, and he has seven years left on his contract. He's him. He's him. Phillies are winning it all right now. Lock it in. Yeah, I, I agree. As much as I, I wanted the Diamondbacks to uh, get the to World Series, I don't, I don't see that happening. The, the Phillies are rolling right now, and uh, the, the Rangers are rolling as well. I'm still um, taking the Rangers. You're still taking the Rangers or the Phillies? Yep. Why? Because the Rangers just they can't stop yet uh stop like getting hits at the plate. <laughs> I didn't even know how to say it. They just put up fucking runs. And the Phillies don't? What? Okay, so there's one the Phillies they're hitting a lot of home runs right now. But okay. if say those home runs don't come and they're all flyouts. They have so, they 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 came in the division series and now they're coming in the wild card. Okay. I mean the C S. They could stop in the World Series though. I'm not saying it's gonna yeah, stop. But, I'm just saying I like the uh, the Rangers' offense better because they're more dynamic. Because they hit for batting oh average God. better, right? They they keep the line going. They hit for batting average better, right? That's, and it's not just home I runs, am, right? Keep the line going. Yeah. See, That's Jimmy. All right. Listen. You know what? You know what keeps the line going? First pitch against Zach Gallen. Schwarber gets <laughs> up there and hits a nuke. One nothing fills. First pitch. Before you even get any line moving, the line's moved. Straight blockata. Blockata. Still taking Texas. All right. All right. Well. All right. Here we go. Here we go. I got something for you, Nick. Ready? From a leadoff hitter, would you rather a a double or a home run? I mean, obviously a home run. Okay. If the guy's going to go question. fucking one for eight, then no. Answer my question. Thank you very much. So you oh, would rather have a home run. No, 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 no. So you'd rather have a home run, home run one every seven at bats rather than a double three every seven. What are the chances? Of the, what are the chances of the double scoring over? Well, the home run scores, but what are the chances of double actually scoring? I don't know the percentage, but you have. Oh, three, I'm just that, you have that's three what I'm throwing out chances. to you. So I'm so, so in a seven wait hold on in a seven game series you'd rather have one leadoff home run over three leadoff doubles. What if each it's game. game seven and that's each the game game de- deciding home run? Each game. What is the double gonna do for you? Give you fucking momentum. One hit is momentum. You're telling me all it takes is one base runner in the MLB for it to have. You're momentum. telling me game fucking seven, right? Game seven. Oh, it's a if a comes up to the plate. I'm talking about a full series, enough. not just one game. Obviously, Listen in one game, you're taking the home take run. First. No, Listen to my take first. Listen to my take. I know your take. What's going to be my take? In game seven, would you rather have a leadoff double or a home run? No. Listen. Listen, I have to set the stage. Hold the fuck up. Jimmy's lagging over there in the corner. Um, In game seven, top of the fucking ninth. You're down by two runs. Torber comes up, hits a fucking cock rocket. Or would you rather Trey Turner come up and hit a fucking double? What sets more momentum? I, I, me personally, I think they set the same. You still got to score two runs. What's the point of you scoring one run earlier? You still have to score two the, runs. The home runs are run. But what's okay? You're still losing. You're still down one. The second batter still has to do what he has to do. So in that situation, I don't think it's really that big of a difference. Take the mic from him, Jimmy, please. All right, may may I may I add my opinion? So I think I think John, that was a terrible example. I think the double has more momentum. Home run puts you in the game, but regardless, the next batter is going to be the tying run. So you're in the same spot. Um, Nick, I have a hypothetical for you. So would you, do you wh- which line is the better line for the game? One for four, three strikeouts, but the one was a home run, two-run homer. Or three for four with three singles and a ground out from your leadoff hitter. One run scored. I'll even give you one run scored. Which is the better game? Me personally, it depends on what happens afterwards. Like, if the guy goes three for four, you know, and he starts a rally and they score four runs that inning, then I'm taking that one. He had... had... He had one RBI. Congratulations. But if the next batter brings in the him and then the next guy brings him in, 
I'm taking that because it's a momentum. You know, he got hits two home runs. Now the inning's over. I mean, a two run homer, the inning's over. You know, the guy gets right. a hit. Now the next guy gets a hit. Now the next guy gets a hit. They score four runs. I'm taking four runs over two. Ray Turner cock shot, by the way. <clears throat> I'm just, you know what? I'm just stating my beauty. opinion, bro. No, this is the beauty of ballpark beef. We come with different perspectives. We give you all the best baseball content. And we're so good at this, we're even extending to football. Where else football. could you get that? Where? Where? Tell like, me. Tell me where. Like, you have all Nick these a other... hard time. We give Nick a hard time, but there are plenty of people who agree with him, and that's what we love. Yes, exactly. But, like, tell me something. With all our baseball knowledge, now we're going to football. Just imagine what we know about football. We can't be beaten. We will never be beaten. You can't beat Nick. You can't beat Jimmy. And you definitely can't beat me. So, (laughs) ballpark beef. We out here. Let's go, baby. Uh, But, yeah, Nick. Listen, I appreciate your your perspective, but uh, I disagree. Uh, Jimmy, I appreciate your perspective. Um, But, yeah, uh, predictions for the series. I'm going Phillies, Rangers. Jimmy. Yes. Phillies, Nick. Rangers, Rangers in six. Okay. Uh, I'm going to do Phillies in seven. Mm. Phillies in seven. I think it'll be I think it'll be Phillies in four. It'll be a sweep. Woo, a sweep? Somebody's going to die. Somebody's going to be too high through the CS, and they're going to come crashing down. I'm predicting it's going to be the Phillies that win. The Phillies could get swept too. I mean, it depends. Yeah, it's, this the playoffs this year is all about being hot. Hottest team's going to win. This I, I I agree. Um, do you guys did you guys um <clears throat> hear about the uh the Kim and the Kim the Kim um the man, GM for the Marlins? Has she left the Marlins? Yeah. What's her last name? <laughs> I really Kim <laughs> NG. Ing. Kim Ng. All right. So Kim Ng. Um, let me give you let me give you some backstory. So Kim Ng, first female um, front office yeah. GM, front office person in the history of baseball. Fantastic. Amazing stuff. She got a team to the playoffs who hadn't been there in a full season since like 2003. Um, did fantastic work. And they rewarded her by saying, uh, we want you to partner with somebody else. So you'll be yeah. sharing the responsibilities. Uh, she didn't like that, obviously, and she's going to find greener pastures, and as she should. Um, as far as her place with the Mets, because, you know, I always tie it to the Mets, there's been, like, whispers about, oh, is she going to work for um, David Stern? Is she going to work in the front office? No, that's not what she's going for. She's going for her own position, and she's probably going to get it because she's a fantastic GM. Dude, do the Marlins just, like, don't like winning or something? Like, every time they, they start to win something, they just blow it up. Like they have something good going, and it, like after Stan, Stanton's uh, season where he hit the the fifty bombs or whatever, they just blew it up. This year they make they have a good year, and she is part of that success, right? And they're gonna go hire someone to you know be over her or partner with her. Like what the hell? Um, I do know she has a close relationship with Brian Cashman, so I'd love to see her uh, in the Yankees organization uh but she wants her own position so you know cashman ain't doing shit she deserves it she does she's very good uh nick you have any take on that or you're 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 good kind of like what you said every time the marlins start going in the right direction they just shit can someone on their in the organization whether it's a player yeah it's so weird they, they don't like winning so i mean i hope she finds something better than where she lasts there but yeah did you also see that um I think there was a female um trying to be the manager for the Giants and she would be the first manager female manager? Yes, I did. Um what was her name? Oh, I don't know anything about her. Um so I don't know, I guess I can't say like first time manager, any first time manager there's a risk. Yeah. Um female male doesn't matter. So, I mean, I hope she gets a chance, though. If she's proven that she deserves a chance to, like, interview and stuff, clearly she does some pretty good work, so... Do you um, do you know any backstory on that, Nick? Do you have a... No, that's literally the only thing I saw. Oh. But okay. I just think it's, I just think it's like, cool that women are starting to get involved more. Yeah, I mean, why not? 
You know, I mean, if if they can be a competent coach, why not? Just like any other male, if you can be a competent coach. Why not? Like Jimmy said, though, the risk is no experience. So we'll see. Carlos yeah. Beltran, if he were to be the next Mets manager, is a risk. Absolutely. So, there's there's risk in the first time, but obviously you need that opportunity to get any any type of experience there. So hey, hope, hopefully she gets it if she deserves it and she's put in the work and and you know is getting the looks and interviews. Clearly, she's a, a competent a candidate. So it's awesome. A little backstory on her: she's 33 years old. Uh, she was the first female full time coach in the MLB. Um, she was hired in January 2020 by Gabe Kapler as a major league assistant coach. Little backstory. There you go. There you go. Um, all right. Um, is baseball talk done? So did you I was gonna say, did you guys want to go into football and then do the grid later or do the grid now? Um uh, that player in grid real quick and then we'll jump into some football. Yeah, let's do it. Uh right, let's, do it a minute. Let's, let's do the all grid because right. I don't have a player. All right, grid. Um, up the top we got Astros, um, Orioles, and All Star, and then on the left we got Cardinals, Mariners, and Marlins. Who wants to start? All right, well, we all know who I'm picking first. All right, just go. <laughs> Albert Pujols. Already baby. wrote it. <laughs> Already wrote it. Wow, only thirteen percent. What? Edwin Diaz for Seattle and All Star. Did he actually? Of course he did. 1%. Wow. <laughs> Dubsky's in the chat. Uh, Stanton, in. For the Mar- Stanton for the Marlins. Let me know why I typed in Marlins for that. <laughs> All right. What else we got here? All right. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Uh. Uh. I knew we'd Ooh, get stuck. Um, I got one. Okay. Orioles and Mariners. Did Fernando Rodney pitch for both of them? I think so. Nope. <laughs> no. Uh, oh, wait. Who's that relief pitcher? Oh, no. He pitched for the Rays, not the Mariners. That was yes. Fernando Rodney. Um, like Tampa Bay. Hmm. My bad. No, D- Diego Castillo. Who did he pitch for? Was it the Mariners? No. Okay, I'm capping out. Um. Yeah, this is a tough. Relievers. This is a tough one, boys. <laughs> we should. I don't know why. I don't know why sh- I can't think of any Cardinal players. We. Yeah. What the hell, Nick? You're supposed to be the Cardinal guy, and you're selling us. I mean, Houston and Baltimore is a pretty hard team. Yeah. No, I got you. I got you. Ready? Houston. St. Right. Louis. Lance Berkman. Wow. Thank you, Google. Appreciate you, Google. You really looked that up? No. Dude, I, I saw the screen change in your glasses. <laughs> <laughs> I got you on the next one. Ready? St. Louis and Orioles. Uh huh. Ready? Uh-huh. Jack Flaherty. Yo, stop cheating, bro. I'm not cheating. We're getting immaculate, baby. No, we're not. The Marlins. And the Astros. This was bad. Should have skipped this one. <laughs> <laughs> you said let's do it. No, I didn't. I was You're the puzzled. one that said let's do it. Yeah, you said oh you I said like... we were gonna get the right column and that was it. <laughs> yeah. I got you. Ready? One more. Yeah, let's see what Google came up with this time. <laughs> Mariners and Orioles. Nelson Cruz. Oh, shit. Man, we suck right now. <laughs> we should just skip this. Let me know how I typed that shit in the wrong box. Alright, guys. We give up. We got uh, six out of nine. Uh, go. Should I just cut this? Damn, no. Randy, Randy Johnson. No, don't I mean, just rock. We, we would not have gotten the top guest for the Marlins in the in uh, Baltimore. It's a tough one, guys. Immaculate Grid number. What was this number? One ninety eight. One ninety eight. If you could do this without cheating, you're pretty good at baseball. Yeah, absolutely. Let's guess that player. 
All right, I'll go first. All right. <laughs> He's on the AL. Okay. He is a two. I mean NL, NL. Fuck, I'm sorry. NL. NL. I meant Mark. I meant Marcus Simeon. My bad. That was stupid. <laughs> Dude's thinking about football already. What were you trying to pick him up in fantasy? I might. Uh, I might have a claim uh, in. I don't know. Two-time All Star, Silver Slugger. Uh, uh he plays the outfield. Uh. He has 246 career home runs, 11.9 war. Nope. Um, OPS plus 121. Schwarber. 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 Nick's favorite player. Yeah. Man of the hour. Nick's favorite player. I got a player. All right. He is a outfielder and third baseman in the NL. Uh huh. He has fourteen point one career WAR, two hundred and ten tanks, hundred thirteen OPS plus for his career. He's played for one, two, three, four, five teams. Sorry, that might Jake, be four teams. Jake Lamb. Nope. <clears throat> he <clears throat> um is lighting up the playoffs. And he will be on your 2023 World Series Championship team. It's not Alec Baum. It's not Trey Turner. Is it Castellanos? It's Castellanos. <laughs> Castellanos played third base one. I don't know. It's just his position on baseball reference, bruh. Yeah, uh, bro. You fucked me up there, bruh. Yeah, you low-key did fuck me up there. You fucked me up. My bad. My yeah. bad, my bad. If you said all outfield there, right, right, my turn, my turn. Yeah, my turn. Okay, okay, he hasn't, okay. He hasn't played is, third in half a decade. My dude yeah. is an absolute stud, by the way. Harper. Okay. Right. Bryce Harper. No, he is on a team that is currently losing in the postseason. Corbin Carroll. No. He has Matt a Gallen. rookie of the year. Corey no. Seager. No. A rookie of the year, two-time All-Star, ALCS MVP. He is an outfielder. Kyle Tucker. No. Jordan, Jordan Alvarez. Jordan Alvarez. I got it, baby. I Not snuck I it in there. First. I got it first. Nick, who got it? I mean, you might have gotten it first, but I didn't hear you, and I heard Jonathan first. So you might ah! have laughed. I win. I said Jordan. I was like, Jordan. Take me to Voice church. Crack. Voice crack. Jordan. Jordan. He is him. Jordan Alvarez. All right, football time. All right, guys, we'll start off with the fantasy quarter. Starting off in the redraft league. Setting week. Starting off in the redraft league. uh, Jimmy took a dub, increasing his record to four and two. Lock it like it's hot. Nicholas also went up to four and two. He is now in fourth. Jimmy's in second. And I am in the shitter of the league. Who who cares? Who cares about you, bro? You didn't even say my team name. Benny and the J-Jettas. J-Jets. By the way, you have to change that team name. Benny. It's too good. I can't. JJ's hurt. Can't change it. Still a core of my team. He's going to come back off the IR with a new quarterback. And still, uh, still lead the lead in receiving. Kirk's getting uh, traded. Oh yeah. Oh uh, yeah. What are you, Shefty now? Oh. Hmm. Shefty Junior. Shefty Junior, you're passing Junior. I like that. Kirk will be playing for. Who will the Kirk Vikings. be playing for? The Vikings. No. The Vikings. The Vikings. He's gonna go to wow. Atlanta. You know what I don't like about the standings. In um, fantasy football, me and Jimmy have the same record, and I beat you, but I'm still below you because you have more points scored. Uh, Flies, Poppy. Because you my son. I beat the second place team, I beat the third place team, and I'm about to beat the first place team. And I'll be in Half his team is on a bye. I hope you beat him. 
and I'll be in fourth. Tell the cookie crumbles, pal. Some bullshit. Uh, okay, over to the Dynasty League. Uh, now, we're all kind of in the shitter in this league, but there was a funny thing that happened this week. Uh, so, me and Nick... I, Wait, before you say that, all I have to say is Jalen Hurts is dog shit for that. Okay, anyways. Uh, wait, what? Go ahead. You have Jalen Hurts? No, he threw it to the guy who got 1.5 points. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. All right, so uh, me and Nick are, have been trying to tank pretty much the whole season. Um, Nick probably a little later than me. Uh, and Jimmy's been trying to go for it. He's been trying to win. Uh, funny enough, <laughs> after this week, Nick has a better record than Jimmy. <laughs> oh, man, Jimmy's I think struggling. I, also, I think I also beat Jimmy in that league, too. Uh, Jimmy is struggling at 2-4 uh, right know- now. I I wasn't going for it actively. I was standing pat through a pretty uh, rough losing streak the last two weeks. Now, if I win those two games, I'm looking at a completely different kind of outlook on the season. But unfortunately, I have the second most scored points in the Dynasty League and uh, the eighth best record. So we have it, folks. Um, Scoring points doesn't matter in fantasy if you go up against some idiot who scores 50. So, Which is why I should be ahead of you in the redraft. Oh, I scored more points than you, so you should be below me. Where you? No. So, so Jimmy, what what's your plan, man? What is your plan now? I've been stressed. That's my plan. Continue stressing about this stupid football team on my phone. I really don't Listen, think bro, that you have a hard situation. Yeah, well, evidently, I'm. I think I need to make a move to get better. You guys think that I should stand pat, keep my young core, keep that dynamicness. In the middle of my my lineup, and uh, not not do anything too crazy, but it's not working. Let's, so, let's, what do you want me to say? What do you have? Let's put it this way: you have the second most points scored in this league, and unfortunately, you're two and four. So, obviously, your team is not terrible. You're just going again, going up against guys who put up more points. So, is your team really that bad? Do you need it's to ship half your team? It's all about luck, <laughs> little luck you know, and a little that, skill. That's a situation you're in right now. Can it be upgraded? Yes. But it's not like you're scoring 550 points like the dude in last place. True. It's more upsetting losing, but, I mean, you have a really good young core. You know, maybe you trade, get Diggs out of there for another young player or pick, and you're you're right back in it. Next year, you have the same exact team. Maybe you start out 4-2 and with the same amount of points scored. Uh, Let me get a couple picks, bro. You got all the picks on your side. You want Diggs, take them. Got Nick's got three four and three. He's in yeah, the hunt. I, I don't know what I'm doing. Four first. Four first round picks. What will he do? He will well, give somehow, two to me. Um, oh, so did you want to explain our matchup, Jonathan? <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, so <laughs> uh, Nick beat me by point three. Uh, yeah. So Kyron Williams scores a touchdown. Jonathan's up ten. I'm like, oh, there's no way I could lose. Then Godwin gets a big yardage catch. I'm like, all right, I'm still there. Jonathan's kicker misses a field goal. And then Jalen Hurts throws it to Dallas Goddard for 1.5 points, and I win by .3. Ah, let's go. It was the biggest roller coaster of emotions. Now I stay in the 103, and we are looking good, baby. We are looking good. What are you looking at at the top of that draft? So here's my plan. Um, I feel like if Jack keeps his quarterbacks, it wouldn't make sense to go Caleb Williams, right? Who's he got? He's got Josh Allen and Jalen Hurts. Why does he suck? Because the rest else? of his team is awful. <laughs> okay, got it. Uh, so if he goes like a Marvin Harrison Jr. at one, well, yeah. So, regardless, I'm probably going to end up taking Drake May. I was going to s- explain a whole scenario, but it's just going to end up me taking the same player. I'm probably taking Drake May 103. Unless somehow Marvin Harrison Jr. falls to me. That's my plan. Now, I will say, if someone offers me a haul to move up to the 103, I would be interested in taking it. The draft class is deep. That's what I'm move. saying. 
if someone was to offer me like maybe like I don't even know what it would it would have to be a lot. It would have to be a lot. But I would definitely listen to offers on my pick. Definitely 100%. So, what what would it look like? I don't even know what this kind of day of trade looks like. Like what if you did you know later on in the first maybe a second as well? Like what's a what's a haul look like for 103? So, for me it would have to be either a mid um it would have to be a mid first probably. Um mid first cuz the I think the value like I would say top 3 players are probably Drake May, Caleb Williams, Marvin Harrison Jr. and I think the value like it tears down maybe, right? So I would still want like a late mid kind, not like back end, like nine, 10, 11, 12, kind of before like six, seven, eight around there. I would want their second and I would want a good young player. That's what I would want in that trade. It's interesting to think about because I know for Nick and me, we haven't done a draft, a first year player draft. Mm-hmm. Um, in dynasty before so i don't know how this works i was i was assuming there'd be more trades on draft night when we picked our teams yeah but there was no interest anywhere from for anything yeah but there's definitely trades during the draft so that'll be fun i just hope the value is reasonable it's yeah. not ever reasonable it's not <laughs> some dude told me that garrett wilson's value is michael pittman um a first round pick and a young star Where where That's, is their logic there? There is no logic. Garrett Wilson's what twenty points max. It's all feel for these kids. They don't use any math, any logic. His any argument reasoning. to me was next year Garrett Wilson's going to be a stud because he has Aaron Rodgers. I'm I like, okay. An, so what happens after that? I got an offer today for uh, Josh Allen. So Josh Allen for C.J. Stroud my first next year and an early second this year. I'm like, why would I give up CJ Stroud? Why? They don't get it, bro. They don't get it. I, it makes no sense. Um, but let's, let's talk about football. Let's get into like, uh, kind of the first, first, the third, first third of the, uh, year is over. Uh, you guys want to do a quick power rankings? Or are you guys up to date with football like that? I think we could do a top five. Yeah. Let's do a top five power rankings. What do you think? You like that mm. idea, Jim? For sure. Just don't know okay. who to put there. All right. So this is gonna be my top five, and I'm gonna have explanation can we, for you. Can we actually team. do so like we don't hear everyone's like everyone's top five? Can we do like who we all think is the fifth and then who we all yeah. think is the fourth? Yeah, yeah, let's do that. Okay, so this is ladies and gentlemen, drum roll. Brrr, ballpark beefs, week six, top five power rankings. Go. All right, at number five, I have the Buffalo Bills. Now let me explain this. Wow. wow. Um, I think Buffalo is still a very good team, even though they did struggle against the Giants. Um, I I I have them in my top five, um, just because they blew out the Dolphins in a in a crazy manner, like they blew us out by thirty. Um, so I still think they're a good team, uh, and. That's my top. That's my five pick. Yeah, I was going to go this team. I just looked at who they beat, and it's not all that impressive. Now I'm stuck. I don't really have an explanation. I'm going to let you think about yours. I don't really have an explanation like Jonathan, but I think my fifth team would be the Detroit Lions. That's who I was going to go with. Their defense has been... I mean, this is a little explanation. Their defense has been way better than what it was last year. And their run dif- the point differential is plus 55. Yeah. Compared to they last beaten year. anyone, though. They beat the Chiefs opening night. They haven't beaten anyone, though. All right, I'll go, I'll go my number five. My number five is the Chiefs. Um, beat the Jaguars. Blew out the Bears. Beat the Jets in a close one. Beat the Vikings, which are a good team. I think I think they're better than the record. Um, and then beat the Broncos. So Chiefs not as dominant by one game. The Vikings are better than their record. Oh, 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 sorry. Um, 
Chiefs are not as dominant as they were in the past, so I think that's why I'm giving them the fifth spot. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think that they're they're top tier this year. Could could get unthroned. I have the Chiefs at six, by the way. All right, uh, my number four team is is the Detroit Lions. Uh, Jared Goff's playing like an MVP, has having an MVP caliber season. The defense is good, um, so the, the offensive defense is complementing each other. They have very good weapons on the outside: Amonra St. Brown, Jamison Williams, um, the the rookie tight end Sam Laporta, Jameer Gibbs, David Montgomery's having a good year, and the defense is playing really well. Uh, so the Lions are my number four team. Ready for mine? Yeah, yeah you could go. Number four team is Buffalo. Just big Buffalo fan. Um, I think ever since last year, I drafted Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs on the same team, had that stack, just have been rooting for Buffalo. So I don't know. I think that they're a good team. They beat the Colts, did lose to the Steelers, but they've beaten the Bears and the uh, Raiders, Commanders. They blew out the Dolphins, so... Bills lost to the Jaguars. Um, lost to the Jags. Yeah, but I don't know. I think that the Jaguars <laughs> no, team is pretty good. The Steelers. They didn't, they didn't play the Steelers yet. It's because I was looking in the preseason, to be honest with you. I was just hoping you'd let that fly. <laughs> <laughs> nah, no, nah, we don't let anything fly in this podcast. <laughs> but you called me out. They lost in overtime to the Jets, um, and they lost to the Jags. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I think the Bills just have weapons everywhere. Um I like everybody on their team. I have plenty of their players on my fantasy teams because they're all great. So, period. Yeah, I'm going to agree with Jimmy on that one. Buffalo is four. Um, I mean, listen, with what the injuries they've been dealing with, starting with Hamlin from last year, they're just always a tough team. I mean, they are they have 89 points scored, I mean, uh, given up in six games. So, even when the offense struggles, they still the defense still kicks up and they still win the games. So, that's my take, number four. Okay, at number three, I had the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, they did just lose to the Jets. Um, I still think they have the most complete team out of all the teams in this top five on both offense and defense. Um, it's just, to me, they don't look as good on offense this year as they did last year. Um, it, it looks like something's not clicking with their offense. Um, they're not... They're not really commanding games like they used to, especially at last year. Um, and they've played a lot of not great teams, and they haven't played like it hasn't been blowouts. It hasn't been like oh they won one that game. Um, still a great team. Um, they have uh, they have the Dolphins this week, so that's gonna be a great matchup. Sunday night football. It's gonna be a really good watch. Uh, but yeah, I have the Eagles at three. See. I know our top three is some version of these three teams. Yes. <laughs> that we're, that we're going to say. It's yeah. some version of these three teams, and that makes sense. So, uh, you know, really pick your poison of these three elite offenses. Yeah. Um, I'm going to put the Eagles next because I'm not as big on, um, you know, their offense as the other two teams. Um, just generally speaking, I like I'm – I'm a big believer in my number two team, um, their quarterback, because of how, you know – um well anyway i'll get i'll get there eventually but eagles number three (laughs) yeah i mean i'm also going with the eagles um like jonathan said they haven't really played anybody that great um but my biggest concern with them is their defense isn't playing like what they did last year they're averaging up almost 15 points a game 20 points a game so that's the only thing that really scares me with the eagles i mean the offense looks pretty good i do i don't like the fact that um, AJ Brown is now only getting the ball on offense when it comes to throwing because it's kind of like a one dimensional, but I don't know. The Eagles are they're always going to be a tough team. All right. At number two, <laughs> uh, I have the San Francisco 49ers. Um, this was no favoritism, and this, this, I, I had to really think about this one. Um, let me explain why. Um, the Niners lost their first game this week against a very good Browns defense. The Browns defense is very underrated. The Browns have a really good defense. But but I saw something in Brock Purdy. I saw something. He looked regular. Without I understand he could be a system quarterback, whatever. Without his top weapons, Brock Purdy, it was ugly. He looked ugly. He lost CMC. 
He lost Debo. It did not look good. To me, it didn't look good. Yes, the Browns are a good defense. Um, the 49ers has a, have a great, great defense as well. Um, but my number one team's offense is just unstoppable, in my opinion. And I think it can complement any kind of defense. Uh, so at number two, I have the 49ers. And who's your number one? Just do them both. Uh, my number one is the Miami Dolphins. <laughs> the Dolphins offense is on a historic pace. Tua is carving up defenses. Uh, we went down 14 nothing in the first quarter. Uh, we came back to win the game 42-21. to um, It just looks easy for the offense. I mean, Tyreek Hill... Tyreek Hill, even though they don't give out MVPs to position players, he should be the MVP. He changes the game. Not only when the ball's in his hand, but you have defenses that game plan to, to watch Tyreek Hill. He's probably their main game plan. But... Tua is my MVP right now. He's carving up defenses. He's finally getting some kind of respect that he kind of deserves. Um, he, everyone said he always has a noodle arm, but I, every week I see him throwing a bomb to Tyreek down the sideline. So I have the Miami Dolphins at number one. And uh, hopefully if they, if they win against the Eagles this week, I think they're surefire number one. Yeah, I mean, I can't believe that the Niners lost to the Browns this week just because of the quarterback situation there, too. I mean, granted, their defense is very good. No no question about that in, in Cleveland. But I think that losing to a backup quarterback, I can't put you in my number one slot um, with the right frame of mind. Um, Brock Purdy, don't think he's a system quarterback. I think he's better. I think he had a hard time adjusting without those weapons, but I think that he figures it out. Um, CMC looks to have avoided a, a long-term injury, which is a good thing for that offense. Um, they're scary as hell, but even scarier than them are the Dolphins and their number one offense in the league. So I have them at number one. It's just, uh, it's kind of fun to watch. Um, big shout out to Deontay Banks. Got to throw in the Giants in there because he put uh, Tyreek on clamps, which was pretty fun to see. Um, you know, I have to, I got to cap a little bit. But yeah, Dolphins unstoppable, completely dominant in, on on the offensive side of the ball. You have two great running backs with a third coming back from injury. Um, young, good core. You know, you got Tyreek, who's a little bit older, but he's he's the MVP this year so far. Period. That's just how it is. Dolphins number one, baby. <laughs> Listen, Jonathan knows I started rooting for the Dolphins, but I have to be different. Fine. Um, I'm putting the Dolphins at number two. My biggest concern about the Dolphins, they've played two good teams so far this year and given up 34 and 48 points against them. Not saying everyone knows their offense is having a historic year, but you know, it's going to be hard for them to win those games against those good teams. I think once they get a couple defensive players back, um, they will be number one. I put 49ers at number one and I keep them at number one, even though they lost. Because CMC and Debo did get hurt, but I still think Brock Purdy gave them a chance to win. Their rookie kicker missed basically an extra point field goal, which made them lose. I don't think them losing that game drops them down to number two. Uh, so the only crit- like the only critique I'd have, right, is I'm not saying this just because I'm a Dolphins fan, just because I had the Niners at two, right? Um. They went up against P.J. Walker. Okay. It was still a winnable game. They don't have to blow out every team. I understand that, but it's P.J. Walker. Okay, look at look at Josh Allen. He went up against, what, Tyrod Taylor? But the Bills aren't even... They're in a top five. Top three. They're not in a top three. But they're in I, a top five. I would say, all right, I would say tier one. Dolphins, Eagles, uh, Niners, right? Tier two, Lions, Bills, Jaguars, right? They're a tier down. Yeah, they beat us by 20, the Dolphins by 28. I, I, I don't know. I, I, to lose to PJ Walker is crazy to me. But I mean, a lot of things happen. And Tyron Taylor's not a pushover. He's a good veteran quarterback. He's better than most. He's had a few unfortunate things happen to him, but he's, decent like he's not Listen, terrible i'm not saying it's far off i'm just a little skeptical if you look at both sides of the football that's fair that's fair the defense is is sluggish yeah, I mean, it's right a now. little that's iffy fair. 
But, but when I the just, offense puts up 40 a week, I mean, it, at this point, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, but I mean, like, you could, the reason, the main thing I'm looking at is, you know, the Chargers are a pretty good team, but they're not having a great year. And the Dolphins only won by two, and they put up 36. I mean, I'm just saying, if the defense was like the 49ers, that game wouldn't really have been that close. That's just John, my did you purposely, John, did you purposely omit the Kansas City Chiefs from your Tier 2 list? Shit, I forgot about the Chiefs. No, no, no. They're in Tier 2. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just I wanted forgot. to dig into that if that was the no, case. No, 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 no. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot. I, I just don't think Kansas City's that good this year. I will yeah. say, though, their defense has improved a Their lot. defense is better. Has, I think this is the best defense Patrick Mahomes has played with. They're carrying. 100%. Do you, he, this is the worst wide receiver room that he's played with. Yeah, he's got some terrible receivers, man. And I just, they need to get him somebody. Imagine Devontae what? Adams with Pat Mahomes. Yeah. Or J- even Jerry Judy is available. Jerry like, Judy. Why, why isn't this, why isn't Sky Moore more involved in the offense? Does he have why like, bricks for hands? Why isn't, like, well, he did that one game. Why is, when you go into a game, right, and you're, you're um, game planning for the Chiefs, Who's the only person they throw the ball to? Travis Kelsey. Kelsey? Why not go get Mahomes, Devontae Adams? Could you imagine Devontae Adams with Patrick Mahomes? Even Jerry Judy is an upgrade based on what they freaking have. Hey, maybe the biggest thing about the Chiefs is they have experience too. Exactly. Maybe they sign T. Higgins next year. (laughs) Is this a. Is this a little jab at a, a trade you might make shortly? I'm, I think I'm going to make that trade. I think I have to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's the best deal have. on the table. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, that was our top five power rankings. A little football talk. Uh, we're almost at an hour today, so we're going to cut it here. We do uh, a lock of the week real quick or no? Nah, we're going to pass the lock of the week for now. Um, we're we're going to catch you guys next week. We're going to have a special guest for you all. Um, definitely more football talk. I hope you enjoyed the football talk. As you can tell, we're we know our football too. We know our football. We enjoy football just as much, not as much as baseball, of course. But, um, but I got. I want to thank you guys for listening to us. Um, this is going to be episode with 30, the bottle. This is going to be episode thirty-one. Um, so you know, it's been a been a long run in season two, and uh, we got a, a bunch more to go through. Uh, what? 31? Yeah. It is? Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. This is going to be episode 31, guys. So thank you all for listening and your continuous uh, support. Uh, Make sure to check us out all social media platforms. Uh, I've been slacking on that, but I got to get back on it. I got some motivation today. Wise words. Uh, But all, thank you for listening. We'll catch you next week with our special guest of the week. If you want to be a special guest, Just DM us. Have a good night.